Hey, it's Jed Hearn, host of Wizards, Warriors, and Words. If you're enjoying the writing advice on this show, you might like my new podcast, The Jed Hearn Show, where every week I share the best fantasy writing advice that I've learned from publishing three fantasy novels and a best-selling video game. There's over 12 episodes that you can listen to right away, including my top 10 fantasy books of all time, how to make fantasy names that don't suck, two rules that make writing effortless, and my complete summaries of Brandon Sanderson's and Neil Gaiman's writing classes, and much more. Check it out by searching for The Jed Hearn Show in your podcast app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to Wizards, Warriors and Words, a fantasy writing advice podcast. I'm Jed Hearn, author of The Thunder Heist, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, starting with Michael R. Fletcher. Hi, I'm Michael R. Fletcher, author of such fantastic fantasy novels as Beyond Redemption. Rob J. Hayes. Hi, I'm Rob J. Hayes, author of this little to-do list. Ooh, very nice. And Dirk hey. Ashton. I'm Dirk Ashton, and I am the author of the Paternus Trilogy. Nice. And today's episode uh, is a cover critique and blurb critique episode. So a couple of weeks ago, we uh, did an episode where we asked you to send in covers and blurbs of your books that you would like feedback on, and feedback we shall provide. We had four people send through some covers and blurbs. Um, These are for published books that are already out there. just so you're aware, we're going to be super harsh because as Mike was saying before the recording, this is not about trying to preserve anyone's feelings. It's about trying to make the books as good as they could possibly be. So you are warned uh, in advance. Um, I don't remember saying that. Uh, I do. I think he's, I think he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's also, not only, he's not not quite paraphrasing, he's just randomly making shit up and blaming No, me. he's actually very angry. We're not talking about butts. Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. The butt episode is next. The butt episode might be a Patreon-only episode. Um, No, probably not. Uh, Yes, so how this is going to work is I'm going to pull up the books uh, Amazon page on my screen. So apologies to people who are listening to the podcast. If you're listening to the podcast, I will provide a brief uh, audio description of what the cover looks like. Um, And I'll also read the blurb out as well. So I'm going to pull up the first book now, which is The Scald's Black Verse by... uh, Jeremy Loyal Short. So let me see if I can share this screen. Um, it's a cool title. Nope, you just killed Rob. <laughs> there we go. What's going on? Oh, there it is. Can you guys see this? So I'm going to read out yeah. the blurb. So I'm going to describe the cover. So the cover looks like uh, it's a, like a man with stag horns rupting up from his head, standing in front of this sort of volcanic-y looking red 
background. Is that a, is that a moon exploding in the background? Yeah, it looks, it looks like, like a moon, moon is, or something yeah. is exploding in the background. Um, yeah. yeah, it's quite it's got a nice coloring image. with the sort of the, the, the glow set behind the guy. So it's like a silhouette. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'll read it out the blurb like now and then we'll get well, Hang on. I, let's do the cover and then do the blurb after. Well, I'll do yeah. the blurb so that people who are listening to the show and can't see the cover will understand what it's about. Uh, and then that okay. way we can tie in. Um, so the blurb is, the world is ending and if the Norn don't rise up, they're dead. The unwanted son of a conquering soldier, Bro will soon discover that he is cursed, haunted, a berserker. When a strange murder sparks unrest in his tiny hamlet, Bro becomes the prime suspect. Hunted by invaders from another world, only the forbidden blood magic of the Skalds can save him. To survive, Bro must unravel dire omens, uncover family secrets, and lead a desperate revolt against the empire that spans the heavens. But dark forces gather in the shadows, intent upon a rebellion of their own. All right. I like that. It's a pretty cool blurb. It's pretty I cool like blurb. that. We'll get, the we'll the only that. thing, the only thing I might do is add something um, other than uncover family secrets, uncover something family secrets so uh, what do we want to make it seem like first. more than first. just more than just family secrets grandma slept with a ogre once you know? <laughs> all right we'll get to the blurb in a second but let's let's do cover first we're going to try to keep it to five minutes per book what do you guys think of the cover initially rob do you want to kick us off if you're still there yeah i'm having some technology issues um right cover i think the cover is pretty good it it, it yeah. uh it taps into one of the sort of like the the classic fantasy covered um styles which is you have person standing there uh you know in epic pose and big looming threat behind them mm -hmm. it, it, you see it all the time it, it's done you know in in fantasy covers all over the place so i think that does it quite well and i mean yeah it's it's interesting it's like you know it's got some questions in it why has he got horns or antlers i suppose and, mm -hmm. you know why is the moon exploding which is all pretty cool yeah. um it captures the, uh, the typography cap seems to sort of fit with i'm guessing it feels quite norse which i'm guessing is what the uh the mm -hmm. theme is so no i think the cover's good yeah me too mike do you have any other thoughts on the cover yeah all right so for me uh I, i'm never a fan of that sort of like uh blend of photography and artwork uh the moon and the stars in the background sort of push it into borderline science fiction territory uh, like my first thought, it was like, oh, it's a, you know, science fiction fantasy novel or something, maybe because there's a moon. Uh, typography and stuff is okay. Uh, the name is tiny. Uh, Jordan Loyal Short. It's uh, we self-published authors. I, I swear we're embarrassed yeah. about putting our names on our books. I would make it bigger. Ah, yeah. fuck yeah, it's your book. Like slap yep. your name on there. Yep. You know that's that's tiny. So I, eh, that's it for me it pushes like a little bit of that science fiction button. It's not a terrible cover though, but like, it looks no. cool. Uh, it's just, eh. it, um, it feels horror to me also. Yeah. And, I, um, and I'm looking okay. at his legs. Which is okay. He's, he's got, he's got some, those are some hairy calves. Yeah. Well, he's also got antlers. So it makes you think it's a beast man. Or yeah. is he wearing leggings? Hey, there's nothing wrong with wearing leg warmers. We 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 missed yeah. the '80s, okay? Oh yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I think echoing some of those sentiments, it's not immediately apparent to me. If I was just looking at this cover in isolation, I'm not exactly sure if I would know what genre this is. I think this could definitely fit within a sort of horror type cover. Um, 
it could yeah definitely have some sort of science fiction elements to it so that would probably be my main bit of feedback is like i'm not immediately sure this is a fantasy cover per se um from a aesthetic standpoint i really really like it it's quite cool um even though yeah i feel like for fantasy book covers i much prefer the sort of illustrated style rather than the um yeah photo realistic uh you know photoshopping blend of stuff um but i do understand why people do it i did it for one of my previous books and it's a lot cheaper than the illustrated things um yeah i feel yeah i just feel like the main thing for me is it does raise an interesting question which is oh that uh, the person with the antlers in it i do wonder if it stands out that well when it's a small little thumbnail um we well, see that's that's yeah, probably the most it, important thing because in does. the current sort of like day and age when you're self-publishing thumbnails yeah. are more important than the larger yeah. picture anyway it, it because that's all people it, actually see like yeah. most people do their shopping on their phone or on amazon or whatever and uh all they really see is the cover and thumbnail that's the only time they'll look at it and then they'll never see it again on that point it's worthwhile remembering that a lot of kindles still only show black and white so yeah it might be worthwhile, uh, Jeremy, like having a look at this cover in black and sorry, uh, Jordan, looking in the cover in black and white and just asking yourself, does that still communicate what I want it to communicate? Um, yeah. I maybe never it does, worry, but it might. I, ne I never worry bit. personally about black and white, but that's not a bad idea. I've never worried about it before. I would like to see what <laughs> the <clears throat> title looks like in a metallic blue. Um, not that I'm saying it would be better, but I'd kind of like to see what it would look like. Cool. Do we want to talk about the blurb? Seems like we're fairly happy yeah. with the cover. Yeah, I like the blurb. I would just say uncover terrifying family secrets or something, right? So basically, you reckon the Fantas blurb fantastical the family secrets, something to to punch it up a little bit. Yeah, I, for me, it falls short. It's not really, it's not selling the book. Uh, it's a little, it's a little flat. So the world is ending. And if the Norden don't rise up, dot, 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 they're dead. I mean, we're into ellipses like right away. Um, it doesn't really need the, it doesn't really need the ellipses. Yeah. Uh, go for the feels, um, less sort of detail. Like you're basically, you can read this and you kind of know what's going to happen in the book and how it's going to end, which I, I, I you know, I, I think you, you need to lure people in a little more, tell them less about what the book actually is about and um, just make it sound really fucking gratuitously cool. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean, a I good place that. that Jordan could start like, is like, there's clearly been I a lot of reviews for this like book. It. So if you have a look at those and just see like, what are the cool elements that people are picking out of your reviews? Like those are maybe the things to lead with in a blurb. Um, that's all. That's always a good, that's really good advice. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, I think the first paragraph, the bit about, you know, where you mentioned the the name, bro, bro. I, don't know. I, I think that's good because it, it, it straight away establishes here's the main character uh, it, it sets the fact that he's this sort of like, you know, uh, probably a veteran sort of type who's uh, trying to then survive in his little village on his own or whatever. And then, you know, there's some sort of murder and he's a prime suspect. I think that's a good one. Hmm. Um, I think that the second paragraph doesn't have enough of a hook. Um, yeah, agreed. And the, the sort of like the, the final little line just doesn't add anything it's just 
Mm-hmm. Dark forces. <laughs> um, so personally, I, I think that, yeah, maybe a bit more of a hook in the second paragraph, change oh, yeah. the, the final little hook there to actually be a bit more, something more than just dark forces, because dark forces are everywhere. They're just in everything. Yeah. I actually just noticed uh, sci-fi. Mm-hmm. So actually, in that I case, know. that covers yeah. fucking perfect. I stand corrected. The cover is now exactly what it should be. Yeah. Oh, Grimdark sci-fi. Oh, yeah, true. Sci-fi. I, I thought it was just a fantasy, fantasy novel. So that's what it was sort of not quite working for that. But for I would know, fantasy like make sci-fi. That, make that bigger, maybe bold. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I'd, I'd, I'd possibly um, swap out the tagline to just that. Um, you know, you're, you're immediately saying this is a mashup of Norse fantasy and grimdark and sci-fi, which is like, you know, for the 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 crowd, the audience that you're aiming for, that's going to be a draw. That's a that's a hook. Just oh wait, here's this crazy blend of yeah, you know, maybe maybe, maybe put that up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead yeah. of the tagline, which and it's kind of there. There's uh, there's the reviews included in the. Uh, sort of description product description there right Mm -hmm. uh i would go through and sort those uh and put your sort of biggest bang most uh you know hyperbole laden reviews first uh because like the very first one is like good dialogue it's like yeah so fucking what it's not exciting (laughs) you know put the one that's like this fucking raped my mind this is this pillaged my emotions scroll down to those blurbs yeah, what do we got? Let's pick Jed. the most interesting one out of this, and then we probably have to move on yeah. from this book kind of okay. soon, but these are good Yeah, points. I'm a little confused by the Weeping Sigil stuff. Is that the name like, of the, the series? What are you talking about? Because that's not on the cover or anywhere up top. Uh, or maybe it's a different book. Oh, no, the Weeping Sigil is the second book in this series. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't put that in the blurb for the first book. No, well, it's, very confusing, uh, it's agree, okay yeah. if you do, but... Uh, Praise for the weeping. I would put praise for the weeping sigil series up top. Uh, what is and then, dread about pray? It says trade praise for the dread. Oh, he does have the dread bound, which is the okay. But okay. then I take out. Yeah, that's good. But the dread bound ode. Just put um, instead of ellipses, put a, a colon. Um, and uh, then take out. Weeping Sigil. Just put in never stops. It has relentless forward motion and took everything that I love from no. the Skull's Black Burt. No. Weeping Sigil. So hold on, wait. The Skull's Black versus book one, right? Yeah. Are there any reviews there for the first book listed? This is no. the first book. No, no, but yeah, all no, those but reviews like, are for later books. Yeah. yeah. That's well, a two weird. of them are for the Weeping Sigil. Well, I like, I like that book. second cover with the purple. Yeah, this is the second book in the series here, The Weeping Sigil. I do agree. It's a bit confusing how there's like some reviews for this book and then some reviews for the next one. Yeah, that just needs to be clarified. You don't have to name the books as long as you're talking about the... The The series. The series, yeah. Hmm. Okay, well, let's move on from this book. Yeah, and I'd say praise for the Dreadbound Ode series. Yeah, that's a better way of phrasing it. Because that's like, what? Yeah. Agreed. Okay, book number two. Okay, cool. Um, Thanks for sending that in. 
Nice work, Jordan. Looks like you're doing yeah. something right. 52 reviews on that book, and they seem to be pretty high ratings. So yeah, it's a solid. Hopefully, sign. we didn't ramble too much and make absolutely no sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, book number two: The Swordsman, uh, The Swordsman's Lament by G. M. White. Um, I'll just read of... out the blurb. The cover is uh, sort of like a, a pattern style thing where there's like a circular pattern with some runes around it um, or some symbols around it. And it's on like a sort of textured background that looks a bit like parchment-y leathery with some is like floral a... decorations. In the, the swordsman in the background with, in the black? Possibly. Like a hat? Very hard. No, there is. The swordsman. I, I even know the artist because you can it's either, it's you either the sword... artist on, uh, on, the, on stock shutter, shutter stock. <laughs> It's a uh, it's either a swordsman or a pirate ship. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> so here's yeah. the cover. Um, do we want to? Yeah, let's. Do we want to have some thoughts on the cover before we get into the blurb, or do we want to look at the blurb so yeah, we know no, what we're sort let's of? Let's do the cover first. And it's then... kind of a classic, um, you know, kind of edging towards classic uh, trad pub. What they're doing with things. Um, I mean, I kind of like the design except everything looks shoved to the bottom for some reason i can see mm. why they didn't want to cover up the top of the swordsman's head but it looks odd not centered in that circle if you're going to go with this style of design um i really like the sun and the moon at the bottom i'm not thrilled with the flower with the fleur-de-lis kind of things at the top um, but it kind of depends on what kind of book this is. We haven't looked at the blurb yet. So. I mean, that's for my, me, that's my two cents. I, I, I agree. It is sort of like the, it's another one of the classic styles, which is this sort of like symbol style cover that you, you'll see quite often. Like you want a, a good um, example, like the Will White Cradle covers. They're all the, a symbol basically on the cover, which is, you know, is supposed to say, hey, fantasy. Um which I guess this kind of does. Personally, I don't like the colours. They don't, yeah, they don't do anything. And the swordsman just disappears. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, especially in thumbnail, you won't even know he's there. It'll just be like, hey, here's a little black bit behind the title. Yeah, I mean, even now, like, blown up, you can only kind of tell it's a swordsman, a person with a hat, and yeah, in, um, one in, or more swords. In thumb, it's just... A black blob. Blur, yeah yeah mods. it's just some so, stuff for me um, this cover doesn't work at all um but i mean i just i just think that it doesn't the colors don't make it stand out the the swordsman disappears um yeah i don't like the little floral floodies or whatever they are at the top i am uh, doesn't I seem very exciting i'm just gonna honestly say that i might be a terrible judge of both blurbs and covers because I see covers that I think are just crap and they sell a fucking shitloads of books. You know, you guys know how much I love Will White, right? Yeah. I love Will. I hate his covers. Why? They're terrible. Yeah, they're just terrible. Um, yeah, it sells like all of but us. But it doesn't matter. 10. Right. And I'll see other ones and I'm like, how is that have a thousand reviews? You know, but it, so I might be a bad plus. I like really short blur. Uh, description i mean i see a lot of them that go on for paragraph after paragraph and i'm like if you don't catch me in the first couple of lines in the first paragraph i'm not going to read the rest of it i really don't care um uh well that's that's so standard. i, so I, always, put, I always straight away that 
and yet people. and yet people put in really long ones and do really 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 well too so i don't know yeah i feel like this cover to me just doesn't seem that exciting um i feel like the way to do this type of cover where it has these sort of symbols and it's like this more sort of patterny thing is to really lean into that more um like a good example is i feel like if you look up um like the six of crows anniversary editions or whatever i'll get it up on my screen um six of crows special cover um yeah there we go so yeah this one here it just like it leans into it it like has symbols that crowd sort of every inch yeah. of it um oh let me open that in and they, they really stand out as well because of the colors because it's sort of like this this vibrant you know, almost ruby red on a black and cover. Much, really and much larger a text for the title. Yes. Um, which I think is important. I would almost just try if if the, if you wanted to keep what stay with that cover, try just zooming everything in, right? Make the make the pirate bigger, right? Or the, the swordsman bigger. Make everything just zoom in. It doesn't, I don't think it matters that the whole compass here fits. Right, just zoom in on the whole thing and see what happens. Yeah, definitely. Zoom, make more zoom in on the whole search. thing and 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 nudge it all up. Right, the background. See, I think the thing is, if you look at the two cover, I mean, we can't do side by side, I guess. But if you look at them, yeah, yeah there I is nothing that. on on the swordsman lament cover that that asks any questions. Right, there's nothing right. that makes you go, "What's that?" Whereas right. on the six of crows, you're like, you know, you're sort of like straight away. What? Uh, we've got like, a, is that a plague doctor mask? That's pretty cool. There's the bombs. What's the keys yeah. for? There's, you know, yeah. there's the, the birds, darken, which might look mechanical. There's I, a lot of questions. Yeah, I would darken and make the swordsman fully black and zoom the whole thing in and nudge it up just to see, just to see how that works. Yeah, may also be worthwhile trying to get rid of these weird triangle things on the top and bottom, because then maybe the kind of the middle circle looks more interesting. I think but the main thing zoom, is if you zoom way in on it, that that might not be a problem anymore. Yeah, I think yeah. The, the kind of main feedback that we're getting at here is like if you're going to go for this sort of symbol flat style to the cover, like just really push it and make yeah. it interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, that's probably the main bit of feedback. Okay, now onto the blurb itself. Uh, that's the other one. Okay, the Swordsman's Lament, uh, the Royal Champion, Book One. Uh, so it opens with a quote, refreshingly different take, a fast-paced and intelligent fantasy story. Get uh, rid. A dead prince, a grieving king, a legendary swordsman accused of murder. Loyalty counts for nothing when the king demands blood. Uh, geez, this is a long one. In the ancient city of Rome, <laughs> wealth and power descend from proximity to the throne. As royal champion and confidant to the king, Velasco thought he was beyond intrigues and machinations. But when the grief-stricken king demands vengeance for his murdered son, Velasco discovers he is expendable. His options are clear. Find the killer or die for a crime he didn't commit. Forced into the city's bleak underbelly as the palace mobilizes against him, Velasco finds unlikely allies in his hunt, allies in his hunt for the truth. Can the veteran survive to protect his friends and prove his innocence? Uh, join Velasco as he hunts the real killer from the royal courts to the depths of the city's criminal underworld, finally learning the true meaning of the swordsman's lament. Uh, and then it has just some quotes after that. Um, yeah, 
Okay, yeah, I feel I, straight up this is very long for a blurb. Yeah, I think Honestly, Rob was going to say get rid, of, get rid of refreshingly different take because unless it says refreshing, refreshingly different take of something, uh, I would just go with a fast pace and intelligent fan. I'd get rid of it. Just, yeah. just, just get rid of that whole line. There's no yeah. point. It, go straight into the blurb. Put it, yeah. Go straight into something that makes you want to read the book. I like this. A dead prince, a grieving king, a legendary swordsman accused of murder. I'm caught, right? Yeah, me too. That is I cool. don't need After... to read. Loyalty yeah. counts for nothing when the king demands blood. Delete um, everything those... after that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that works. I'm not kidding. Uh, I would, uh, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I like short ones. Um, I would do this. New allegedly swordsman accused of murder. In get rid of the other loyalty one. In the ancient city, use the first paragraph and then just get rid of the rest of it. Put this blurb down with the other blurbs. Um, a story about friendship, betrayal, and doing the right thing, no matter the cost. This breakneck fantasy thriller is perfect for fans of David Gemmel, Sebastian D. Castell is not. Is that Castell? Is that Castell. correct? Is that yeah. written, spelled correctly? And Miles Cameron. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, I, to be honest, I wouldn't even, what you've highlighted there, Jed, I wouldn't even have the final uh, paragraph in that. I don't think it's needed. Just go for it. You know, yeah. you've got your, your, your tagline, which you've, you, could, you, you could put into one line or you can keep it as those four, I guess. Yeah, and I would then, put these, these three into one line, I reckon. And then the one after yeah. that in, because yeah. then that way, when it's showing the preview, like when it's showing the read less like this, Mm-hmm. If you have, I, like, I, I really yeah, like. One that I saw a blurb down there: a proper swashbuckling adventure. Put that one up top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's more put compelling. That one. If you want to put something up top, use that one. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, you don't even need the gave me some serious great coach vibes. Just have a proper swashbuckling adventure. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's really hard sometimes to whittle to to whittle down. Um, uh, blurbs yeah. for me um, um if you if you scroll down a bit jed you've got because yeah. you've got this uh this last bit here yeah the story about story about friendship betrayal blah, 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 with you know comparisons that's that's actually good but you need a call to action on the end of it as well like a lot of blurbs you'll see a lot of very successful blurbs do this they'll have right at the end of the their blurb they'll have this little uh, thing it's usually in italics actually which is just like that um and uh, it'll have a comparison to three similar uh, things, but then you need that call to action, which is just like, you know, pick it up today. or Try it now. Like yeah. Yeah. But I would cut that all down to a breakneck fantasy thriller. Perfect for fans of David Gemmel, Sebastian mm. D. Yeah, and Miles Cameron, a breakneck. Yeah. I get rid of that other stuff about friend. when I, I mean, I'm again, I'm a bad judge, but I, when, when I see a stories about friendship, I'm like, I don't know, man. Cozy fantasy is all the rage at the moment. I know, I know, but this doesn't this look is like cozy? A cozy fantasy. That seems to me, yeah, I would just say a breakneck fantasy thriller, yeah. perfect for fans of David Gemmel, Sebastian D. Castile, and Miles Cameron. Try it now. I also wonder, what do you guys think about cutting out this line here? In the ancient city of villain, wealth and power descend from proximity to the throne. I feel like yeah, it just slows us down before we yeah. get into the character. Yeah, start, start I would go right into, yeah, I would just say royal champion and mm. confident to the king. Velasco thought not as royal champion, but just royal champion yeah. and confidant to the king. 
uh, Belasco thought he was beyond intrigues and machinations. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool setup. And then I don't need any of the rest of it. (laughs) No, I agree. I I think this one just needs, you know, about half of it just just cut. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But it's good. It makes it actually makes me want to read it. Yeah, this seems cool. Do it then, Dirk. Read it. I want to. I want to read so many books. (laughs) I I now right now I have two beta reads. I had one that I promised I would do like a year ago. He wants it the notes by April first. Then another really good friend who I told two years ago I would read when he finished uh, his thing also wants his by the end of the March. And I just got a request from another author who um, has been really helpful to me. So I don't want to say no. Um, and he's, we'll, he's we'll say cool. no for he's, you. He's cool whenever, whenever I get to him. But in that case, read my book. Three, three. And I'm so slow. It would take me a month normally to read books of those lengths just by themselves. All right, next. Anyway. I don't, I, don't I, I think we provided some helpful information for uh, GM so. right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so GM, hope that is useful. Um, yeah, I feel like, yeah, the blurb definitely has amazing potential. I think we're probably a bit more mixed on the cover, but the blurb seems really solid. It's clearly done good. You've got 45 ratings and four and a half star average, so, um, or 4.3. So, yeah, you seem to be onto something here. I think just, yeah, refining the cover is probably the biggest potential for improving sales here um mm-hmm. cool so before we get to the next let's do the next two books in uh, a second part of this episode because this one's going for a bit long so uh <laughs> thank you everybody for okay. sending your covers in uh we'll be back be back next week i'm losing my ability to speak we'll be back next week uh with two more covers uh thank you everybody for listening um sorry for the podcast listeners if this was a bit too visual you can always check out our youtube channel for um yeah the actual visuals of this uh which might be useful um and yeah if you want to help support the show head on over to patreon.com forward slash wizards warriors words uh, and thanks to all our patrons for helping keep us on the app all right yeah and you, you guys will the the people who are listening only will be happy um that you can't see it when we get to the butts episode <laughs> <laughs> and on that note <laughs> see everybody next week see ya When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com code program.